What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown. I just wanted to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. While I have your attention, please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. Sound like a YouTuber, but we are on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast. Check it out. Also, some new merch coming out next week. It's our fifth year anniversary. Thank y'all for rocking with me for so long. All of that will be available at www.theartoflettinggopodcast.com. Look, I see the world different through my Aunt Wooly shades. A market came through today, fresh off the plane, like what you doing today? I had a meeting but wanted time to record. I knew she had some gems worth more than you could afford. Beverly sent her to see what she had in store. We've been rocking together since probably like 04. And I'm sure we both been on our journeys. She's an entrepreneur with words that's so affirming. And the glass is the shit I am confirming I'm out of words, run it back if y'all ain't heard me You tuning in, this gonna be a dope show You didn't know, this the art of letting go yeah. Your voice is great for this, by the way Thank you, I appreciate that I, I actually hate my speaking <laughs> voice, so this is hard for me to do <laughs> Believe it or not, this is extremely hard you got it though. Thank like you. You, you flowing. Okay. You flowing. Okay. Let me give it to him again. So, <laughs> all right, we good. Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is the art of letting go. Today, and we're restarting because we have some technical difficulties, <laughs> which I talk about in my podcasting course. It comes up. Um, but today, I have a special guest in the building. Um, we met in college and you know, it's funny, like at our school, because it was so small, I felt close to everybody, mm-hmm. you know, I could agree with that. But, um, like I said, your party was by far one of my most memorable memories in college. Um, still to this day. I- Nice. We just we have to run it back and try to be <laughs> organic. But yes, we we determined it was not the dorm party. No, but it was my twenty first at Cedric. It was for sure a house party. Yes, and um and then we determined that we were drinking Grey Goose, and so yes. that was, and a it was time. both of our first time drinking. Uh-huh. Yes, because I didn't start drinking until I was twenty one. <laughs> if memory serves me right, like right. <laughs> if my memory serves me correctly, so yeah, we uh. Mike is one of my favorite people. Um, I appreciate that. Not nah, for real, for real, for real. That whole like cohort. You remember how we met and mm-hmm. through Jaquay and everybody. Mm-hmm. So y'all are some of my favorite. Um, so yeah, that's what's up. Do you mind introducing yourself to the people? No, I do not mind introducing myself. I am uh, Doctor Amaka Ngadi, and I am the founder and CEO of um, Amuli Eyewear where I design frames with uh, black and African facial features in mind. So that is the much more polished version <laughs> <laughs> of my introduction. Cause the first time I did it, I was all over the place. But no, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. How are you feeling today? Um, you know, I like to do a check-in with my guests. Like how you, how are you feeling? Where's your I spirit feel, today? I feel good today. I'm excited about the day. I'm excited that I get to connect with you because, like I told you, I love you. Um, I and appreciate so, that. I love you, too. Oh, thank you. 
So, yeah, so I'm super excited. And then I'm also out here and I'm doing a trunk show. And that feels really good because I'm, like, in this mode of, like, chasing my dreams. But, like, they're coming true, right? Man. So it feels really good. And I'm always busy now. People are like, oh, Mike, you always on the go. I'm always busy now, but it feels very um, intentional. So I still get really excited about, I would say, probably 90% of the stuff that I have to do. I'm moving. That's so dope. <laughs> Thank you. That's so dope. Thank you. And I feel like you are the perfect guest for right now for me because, uh, you know, I'm just stepping into full entrepreneurship. Like, I've always been one foot in, one foot out. And being one foot in gave me the space to half-ass. I tell you, and I, I just said this on my cohort. I'm in a business cohort right now, and I said it, and I'm and I feel like this from the bottom of my heart. All the magic happens at the moment of commitment. Yeah. Like once you decide, right? Whether because it's going to be difficult, for sure. But once you decide, like, and you commit to that in a very real way, whatever it is, like a lot of magic happens. Yeah. Like a lot of synergy happens, and. um I guess that's kind of why I'm just like feeling excited because even in this journey, you have like the you have the dips, right? You get a lot of no's, mm-hmm. and then you start getting some yeses, and the synergy is just like yes, yes, yes. Everybody yesing, everybody saying let's go, let's do it. Yes, you got this. They booked this, they paid that, and you gotta like kind of hold on to that for a little yeah. bit because you still gonna get some more no's. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, I described it as like being on a plane right now mm-hmm. and being in the turbulence. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got my seatbelt fastened like a motherfucker okay. right now. Sit down. <laughs> the seatbelt light is on right now, okay? You going to get there. I'm curious to know, <laughs> how did you, like, what set you on your entrepreneurship journey? Because, you know, I know you went to school and you got your degree to, mm-hmm. you know, to be an optometrist, but what? sent you on a path of entrepreneurship so you know some people know i don't know if people know my parents are entrepreneurs okay. so my dad um he was a builder um and he did that he was a contractor and then um they built a daycare so we've had a daycare in our family for 30 years so i um watched that and you know that's a different conversation we ain't gonna do that on this podcast but I watched them do that with the business and what I loved was um at the time what was freedom I'll just I'll keep it simple and say that you know my mom could move how she wanted to move and I always loved that she she could come to everything my dad was present for a lot of stuff so they could kind of move how they wanted to move so that was the upside of the that view of entrepreneurship um so when we were at Xavier, right, um, I thought I was going to medical school. Yeah. So I don't know if people, this is a part of my story. I always tell this part of the story. I thought I was going to medical school. I had We took the MCAT. We had Katrina happen, and we still took the MCAT. All this stuff was happening, and I did not do good on the MCAT. So that's how that went, right? Yeah. So I was like, what the hell am I about to do? And that was one of the first times I think that I kind of dealt with, like, depression, like a mild depression, because okay. we had just come off of... Um, Katrina. Yeah. There was nothing to do in New Orleans. We are trying to figure ourselves out. It's senior year. Like, what's about to happen? Don't know what's going to happen. Um, and so what happened was that I ended up graduating and not getting into medical school. 
So I was riding along down St. Charles with my line sister, Tiffany. And um, she was like, girl, you need to come on over to do optometry with me. And I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, tell me more. So anyway, we ended up talking. And that summer after my senior year, I did a program to re-prep for the MCAT, but I simultaneously studied for optometry school, right? Oh, wow. So, or or uh, the OAT. Yeah. So I took the MCAT and the OAT. And I ended up getting into optometry school and getting waitlisted again for medical school. And I was like, nah, I'm straight. Because by then I kind of figured out, like, do you really even want to do this? I had done the summer program. They was cutting up bodies and stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. I don't even really think I really want to do this too yeah. much. Like, you know, like I think I would, I could have done it. But I would have crawled through. Like, I, I just, I'm like, I don't think I would have thrived through medical school. Yeah. So I ended up going to optometry school, and that was great. And then because I kind of had that type A, like, do everything that you're supposed to do, I also did a residency. So when I did my residency, that was my, that was my point, right? Yeah. Because I was working, and it was mad demoralizing. And that's, you know, we could podcast about that, like black black people in medical field, like yeah. and we could talk about that for days. But at any rate, what I knew in that period was that I wasn't gonna work for anybody. I was tired. I was like, nah, I can't do this. I could work hard. I could do what I need to do, but I don't like the the disrespect culture. I knew I wasn't gonna do academia. And then the one job interview I went to, the guy was like, yeah, you're going to work every Saturday. And I'm like, well, look, I'm a socialite, okay? I can, it's not possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That right, I'll be able yeah. to come to your job every Saturday. Like, yeah. even though the field indicates that, you know, a lot of optometrists work on Saturdays. So from there, I started reaching out to, um, I started re- reaching out to connects I had made. Yeah. So I ended up going the route of getting a Sam's Club lease. So my entrepreneurship started 10 years ago. So a lot of wow. people know I've owned a, my practice. I practice in um, retail locations, right? But it's my practice. So I'm responsible for hiring, doing all the credentialing, doing all my billing, doing all of my stuff. So I've been an entrepreneur since 2013. Um, but that's the thing about entrepreneurship. Sometimes as an entrepreneur, a business owner, you are just working a job, right? Because you don't have a forecast or like the the way you make money, you know. I, okay, let me just let me stop with all the cute. I wasn't making no money, y'all. I was working a lot and I wasn't making any money, and I was free. Like I moved how I wanted to move, ish, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right? You know, like nobody was checking for me. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody was like, "Oh, you're late." Nobody was like, "Oh, do it like this." You know, nobody was checking for me, but I didn't have no money. So really, if you want to know about the entrepreneurship that I think is going to actually really ultimately set me free, which is the eyewear, um, 2017 was when I was like, girl, you ain't making no money. What you going to do? And then 2018, I sat down with some friends and I was like, I need a breakthrough. And so I came up with the idea for the eyewear. Wow. And it was supposed to be passion, right? No, 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 no. I was looking for... Mike, I was looking for a passive income. Mm-hmm. And what what I landed on was this eyewear thing. And this has been the most not passive income. <laughs> this has been the hardest thing I have ever, ever done. Yeah. And um, yeah. What's keeping you pushing with it? It's needed, right? Um, the industry needs it. And it's absolutely going to make me, um, it's going to make me a millionaire and I'm going to have that financial freedom 
that I want to have and be able to create some generational wealth and set some other people free. Um, I definitely want the generations behind me to be like able to dream and like live out their dreams and like whatever that looks like. Yeah. I know that seems very whimsical, but no, not at all. <laughs> that that sounds inspiring to me. Um, I'm curious to know, like, how do you how do you turn off? Because I know being an entrepreneur, like we always just work, work, work. We do. But how do you turn that off at times to give yourself like some some balance to just not think about the work? I'm not balanced right now, y'all. Like I'm gonna be the first one to say that I am not balanced. This is go season, right? I have been more balanced. Yeah, I have, and I and I do have some tools, right, for that. But I think that the thing that people have to understand, like, if you do want to pursue entrepreneurship, like, there's go seasons. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's go seasons, and you do what you can. Like, you you get go to the gym. You you do what you can. But I don't want to lie to anybody. I'm not balanced right now. I have That's been real. balanced. Like, I've had seasons where, okay, I'm doing the gym, and I'm cooking the food at the house, and I'm hanging out with my friends, and I'm seeing people, and I'm having a sleep in one at least one day in mm-hmm. the weekend, maybe not both days, mm-hmm. but, like, I sleep in, you know, or I'm, you know, I haven't been to church for real, for real since the pandemic ain't gonna hold y'all. Um, but, like, you know, there were, like, in, in more balanced times where yeah. you did all of the things, and you showed up for people, and you saw your friends, and I think to get back there, I just have to have a little bit more of a breakthrough. Yeah. How do you get over the guilt? Of not doing that because I, yeah. I'm finding myself in that space of like it feels like go season for me and I find myself not really isolating but just really focusing on what I need to do, and um, <sighs> sometimes I feel guilty for not connecting as much. I get what you're. I get that, and um, I understand that guilt. But like I think that that I did have a period of growth where I learn how to say no to people and yeah. be okay with it, right? So, like, yeah. yeses can always just be a yes. It's mm-hmm. never like a, oh, it's just like a yes. You know, so I don't have as much guilt anymore. Mm-hmm. And that breakthrough came a few years ago, you know, and I'm grateful for it because I am the yes. Like, you know, everybody everybody who knows me know I'm going to be wherever y'all tell me to be. Like, I'm going to pull up. I'll be Same. there. Um, but it's just that I had to scale back on doing that you know i had to make sure that i met i did a program and that was called take back your time and that was part of it too um that sounds like a whole nother podcast that's a different yeah that's not that's not yeah that's a lot of that's a lot to say about that but what she helped me do her name's whitney um whitney helped me to really break down the way my time was being spent right um and i outsourced a lot of stuff like it's a few things and people think that this is like a like so well duh but it's not right so like yeah. I, also, I do not go in the grocery store instacart and i'm a cook i cook a lot right mm-hmm. the only t- i had to make rules like the only time you go in the grocery store is if you're making like a special meal and you otherwise i don't go in the grocery store so that that frees up time you know, to do other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you have to figure like the cleaning, the house cleaning thing. People will feel guilty about that. Oh, you have people come clean your house. Yeah. Cause it frees up so much time to do something else, you know? So I don't know if I answered your question, but I have a lot less guilt Yeah. around 
how what's going on right now because people know they see they're watching yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and because i've been able to show up or i've i've consistently been who i am for 37 years everybody knows like if you know me and they know if they have an emergency like what to send of like course. don't send me of you know course. what i'm saying otherwise i'll get back to you yeah like i'm gonna I'm hit you when i get when yeah. i get a chance so yeah Man, that's that takes real strength, and uh, I appreciate you sharing that with me because I I need to hear that today. <laughs> I'm um, glad. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm in this space with you right now because I course, see you of taking off. You remember when you first started? You were one of the first people that I knew that actually like started a consistent podcast. Because now everybody got a pod, right. <laughs> everybody got a podcast. Everybody talking about something. But you were. I mean, what year was it that you started it? 2017. Yeah. And I bought the, t- Michael. Yeah, I bought the shirt. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I see what my boy trying to do. Like, you know, that's one thing about me. I see what people trying to do. I'm gonna try my best to support if I can, you know. Um, so I'm glad that I we get to share that. this moment of together because I really support you, and I know that you know the work you're doing is important. So I appreciate that. No problem. It's James Woods, aka That Yoga Dude, with Feel Free to Feel Free. I can't ever forget to feel free with every breath, with every movement, with every thought. Let it allow yourself to be your most authentic, powerful, willing, amazing self. Every free breath you bring in and let out brings you closer and closer to realizing how free you really are. Relaxing your shoulders and softening your face. Finding a deep breath as you inhale through the nose. And a soft, relaxing exhale through the mouth. Let's take two more of those. Let's inhale deeply. Something I thought to ask you before we do jump into the eyewear, but um, how do you deal with burnout? Like, how do you avoid burnout? Burnout, um, that's a good question. I don't think that I've ever been this close to, like, getting kind of what I want. So I'm not sure I have the answer to that, right? Mm. Um, But, you know, I, I do, like, I show up for people... Let me explain it like this now. There was a time where if you called me for your wedding or you called me for your baby shower, your event, I was definitely going. And then what that looked like was me staying the whole weekend or me giving you the whole weekend or me doing. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like I go where I'm going for what I'm going for and then I'm out. And that can seem a little stressful, but I like to wake up in my bed. Yeah. 
So in order for me to show up for you, it doesn't mean that I don't get to do what I want to do. If your event is Saturday and I can get in Saturday morning and out Saturday night, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. So that's the, so, so for me, my joy is with connecting with people, loving on people. That's like where a lot of my joy is. I like taking trips and I haven't done that as much this year. Um, or really last year. I haven't done that as much since the pandemic, I'll say. Yeah. Um, I got married last year too. Congratulations. Thank you. So that's part of, you know, my movement right now. Yeah. Um, but cause man, I'm in an international marriage. So okay. Yeah. So that's a different podcast too. But, um, Again, I like traveling, so that would be one way. Like I would have said a few years ago, if you would have asked me that, I would have been like, "Oh, traveling," you know. Yeah. But since I haven't got to do it, then I, you know, I'm not gonna really list it what it is. I think that brings me the most joy is being able to be with my people, my friends, my family at their events. But then what? Yeah. But what makes me not feel like I'm dying is this concept of oh, if I go out to wherever, I gotta stay the whole weekend. I gotta do all this stuff. I don't yeah. have to. So I release myself of that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Um <laughs> so now I would like to move into your company now. Um okay. how did how did you come up with the name? Okay. Um so Anwoolie is my middle name. It means okay. joy. Yes. Oh wow, okay. Mhm. So what I wanted to do was well when I came up with the concept of the eyewear line I knew the faces that I wanted to design for and of course you know I'm West African so I knew I wanted to to have like a West African type of vibe and I knew like I could I could see the names of the frames right and like um all of my frames are named after either members of my family and then I have two other frames that are this frame the Infunaya love frame and then I have the peace frame the Udo frame so um, I knew I wanted everything to have a West African vibe. Yeah. I'm not sure I knew at the time I was going to name it like after myself, but that's just kind of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And are they only prescription or you could? You no, could... these are sunglasses. So oh, everything, um, everything, so that everything can be made into a prescription glass. Yeah. Um, everything sold direct to consumer on my website though is a, comes as a sun lens with UVA and UVB protection. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And I, Cause I know we mentioned it when we when we started at the beginning of the other one we was recording, <laughs> but before I take the um, difficulties, what made you want to design eyewear? Right, I did do that whole introduction. You did. Oh my gosh! Okay, so <laughs> no, this is let me roll it back so I can do my verbal business card. Okay, um, as an optometrist in practice, uh, many of my patients in my Black and African American demographic would complain of difficulty finding fashionable eyewear that fit well. And similarly, I struggled with that same thing, just with my West African cheekbones and my wide face. And I wanted to create eyewear um, specifically with black and African facial features in mind um, so that people like me could have fashionable frames that make a statement without speaking um, and fit well. So yeah, that's that's kind of the premise of the brand, and then with my name, um, it kind of worked out because when people would ask me, let me roll it back too. When people would ask me, you know, about it, like, or what what were my whys? Freedom and joy were my whys, and joy is again my middle name. That's what yeah. my middle name means. So it wasn't that hard to like kind of like land on the on the name. That's what's up. That's really dope. 
Um, is it challenging for you being a black woman in this industry? Yes. Full stop. <laughs> yeah. No, that's real. That's real. That's the end of the answer. Yeah. It is hard. Uh, there is a gate, right, in the optical industry. People heard a little bit about it when Warby Parker them started their jazz. Um, but absolutely, the optical industry is very exclusive with, you know, how they give out the information. And so, yes, full, it is de- very difficult as a black woman whose family didn't, like, have this background or anything like that to get this information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how can we as consumers support you in in I guess like building your brand and, and getting your, your message out there? Because I mean obviously purchasing your products, but like right, how can right, people right, support right. you right. in because, that? Because and see, and that's that that's the hard part I think for my friends. Now I went down to homecoming last year and my Xavier people showed up, they supported me, so without a doubt I definitely don't have one of those stories where I'm like, motherfuckers never loved us. Like people be people been riding for me. Same, and, same. So so I can't say that. Um, and I know that there has been a lot of financial support from the people in my circle, but with that being the case, my circle isn't actually like my target audience. Not even though you're like, oh, but I'm not gonna you hang out with black people. I understand that black people don't all look alike, right? But what we did do for the business was that I I did surveys with opticians and the people who work in the optical just to get a little bit better understanding. And there are a few pain points that we address with the product, right? Um, The eye size, which is the width of the glasses, is often really small. Um, And the temple lengths, like the... This part right here that goes behind your ear is usually very short on African-American people. For whatever reason, that measurement tends to be larger. And then our bridges, right? Mm -hmm. Our noses tend to be flatter. So those are the three pain points that my friends um, are addressing. So as a friend or someone who may not want $300 glasses or whatever the case may be, I would ask my friends to, number one, direct people who you know need it, right? Mm-hmm. Because y'all are looking at them. People tag me in them all, all the time. If somebody's glasses is not going behind their ear, y'all, that's not a good fit, right? That's, at all. That's not, that's not how glasses are supposed to work. That's that part, right? That's called the earpiece. Supposed to go behind your ear. So if you know somebody who needs the product, right, share it with them. Um, and not just celebrities, like, you know, your everyday friend. Like, bro, your glasses don't really fit. Start saying my name in different rooms and sharing, you know, sharing the link to people who may need it or directing people to the retail locations. Because what we know in the optical industry is that people want to try the glasses on. And I get that. Like, I understand that my friends are, are, you know, the people who may have not purchased um, yet. You know, they probably like, well, I just want to try them on. When am I going to see? I want to try them on. So they different cities have them. If you look at my retail locations, you can see what cities, you know, I'm in. Right. And and you could pull up on those people and try them on. What that does for me also is lets those partners, my optical partners, know that people looking for us and they want this product. Yeah. So, yeah. What is your dream with everything you're doing? Like what if you could visualize like what your life looks like, maybe because I don't I don't even want to push it five years from now because it might happen tomorrow. It could happen tomorrow. Probably not you tomorrow, know? but the you, day you after never that, know. we'll never know. <laughs> But watching this. What what do you envision with everything that you're doing? Um, long term, I definitely want to make the optical industry more inclusive, right? Um, I want them to start addressing our facial shapes, and I, and I'm happy to be one of one of the pioneers in this space. 
Um, they're definitely what, you know, whenever you're trying to do something, you find out that, yeah, maybe somebody else may have tried to do it kind of like that a little bit, but Mm -hmm. so I want there to be more space for, um, inclusivity in the optical industry. And I'm happy to be one of the people on the forefront of that. So that's for the widespread thing. The other thing that's for me and for my family and the people I love is I, I want to create, um, some financial freedom. So that's 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 the length of this, I de- you know, and I remember reading somewhere you got to tell people I'm not doing this, you know, to not make money, guys. Like I'm trying oh. to make some money like <laughs> I am trying to make some money, but not like a little bit of money. Right. Like a lot. I want to affect I want to affect change. I want to be able to, you. you know, work in different spaces because we have the financial capacity to do so, be able to provide scholarships for people who don't. Uh, be able to create, you know, ultimately, because people keep asking me too, what's my philanthropic part of the business? And I haven't a hundred percent figured it out, but I know it's not necessarily going to be associated with like, Oh, give people a free pair of eyewear, you know? Yeah. It's more so going to be focused on how I can help mindsets like young Mm -hmm. minds Mm -hmm. develop like the kind of mindset that you need to, to uh, thrive in this world. So, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I want to, I want to definitely like fund people's creative ideas because mm-hmm. I, I know how hard it is for yes. me to get funding for my ideas. Yes. So when I'm in the position, I want to be able to help those people that like, you know, they have the idea and, and place them in situations with people that can ultimately teach them like how to run a business, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because it, and it is challenging doing it all by yourself. Are you working on like doing everything by yourself? Uh, ish. Okay. Kind of ish. Okay. Right. So, I am I have I have a few people that I work with that help me do stuff social media PR yeah. um I have my sister who helps me like do she more so balances my other stuff at my other business so that I can show up in this one um but you know as you scale you add people and you know what I really truly believe and I just told this to two people last week there are so many like skilled and talented people that we went to school with in so many different mm-hmm. sectors of business and life and creativity and shit. Like if we all fucking put our heads together right. and worked on some shit right. together, every single person's business would be successful because we and there's more than enough. Yeah, there. yeah, we have so much talent. Like all the people that we know, we have so, so if much. Y'all listening, and you went to Xavier. We trying to work. <laughs> we try, we trying to work. Like right, but but. But in a, what were we talking about before? Like a organic, like a organic for sure. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. not the you know. Because what was that mean? Did you see the meme about <laughs> homecoming? Don't ask me what I do at homecoming, y'all. We're here to chill. But you right. watching me do what I do. But I'll give you an example. A friend reached out to me from Xavier and was like, "Hey, I'm working on this, 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 and this." And they like, "What do you need support in?" And when I mentioned what I needed support, and they was like, that is what I do. Right. And I was like, oh. And I love that. You know? I love that. I love that. And 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 I think that, yes, I 100% agree with you. Like, we do need to connect with each other. But my thing is, we're watching each other. Mm-hmm. Right? The same way. How did I say, Mike, what I got to do to get on oh, yeah, the show? You're right. Like, you're right. <laughs> like I, I know what you do. And I know you're that right, your yeah. audience, right, is amazing and that that you've put a lot of work into this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then if there's ever anything that you see that I'm of doing, course, yeah. you, people already know, like, 
oh, I'm a hit. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. do that or whatever, whatever. People mm-hmm. do it all the time. What do I do about this? I thing, even if it's like, I'm like, I woke up, people be sending me pictures of, <laughs> and I respond like, you know, it is what it is. Like I got y'all, you know. So yeah, our network is our network is amazing. It is because people it say, is. well, you know, would you go back to college? And my answer. It's always yes. Mm-hmm. But I think about five things before the, I say my yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love the people that I met. Mm-hmm. They've absolutely shaped my life and made me a better person mm-hmm. for having gone to college. Mm-hmm. So without a doubt, yes. But, you know, there's other things that we could have did, but that's a different conversation. Of course. Of, <laughs> of course. Of but course. I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade my network for anything. Yeah. I definitely think that we um can can collaborate with each other and um get produce some very you know quality worthy stuff for projects. sure for sure yeah um what's one piece of advice that you would give to an entrepreneur right now um man so many things i wish you would have prepped me with this because i would have came up with a real good ass answer to that uh believe in yourself more than anybody else don't look for anybody else to cheerlead you more than yourself like really get your mind together to believe in what you're trying to do i I feel that i feel (laughs) that yeah so now we have a portion of the show that is sponsored by feel free to feel free and it is called five questions of freedom okay (laughs) so i'm gonna ask you five questions it is (laughs) Thank it you is. for sponsoring this for us, Shout James. Out to James Woods. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask you five questions. Um, some of them may be this or that, but you can answer them any way you like. Okay. First question being New Orleans or Atlanta? Atlanta. Don't do that. What? You trying to start shit? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Atlanta. <laughs> but come on now. You know New Orleans. Okay. Um, uh, Trap music or crunk music? <sighs> trap music or crunk, crunk music. Okay. Right? Crunk music was before trap music was yeah. there. Yeah. Crunk music. Crunk or Afrobeat? Afrobeats. Okay. Afrobeats. Okay. Uh, you really thought about these. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give to your younger self? Younger self. Be more fearless. Okay. And the last and final question. Mm-hmm. What is a reminder that you would give to your future self? You're worthy. Oof. Wow. That was intense, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me the in love with question. When did I know it wasn't? I was like, ooh. Lord, you, you know, sometimes we be so serious, sometimes we gotta just bring Ooh, it down a little bit, relax. You know? Yeah, you know, I dig that's it. how we find that balance. I love, yes, yes, Amaka. Where can the people find you? Um, you all can find me where I hang out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm on IG, and um, I would love for you to follow my business, which is Emily Eyewear. Um, and I'm sure you're going to type that up somewhere so people don't have to try I to figure sure out how to spell it. I for sure will. I'm giving cool. the website and everything. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. You for model, sure. you know, I, got I, I got some stuff I want you to yeah, try on, but I didn't want you to have the pressure of like, putting it on and, on the camera and stuff. I for sure would have worn more camera. Well. Shit. 
I'm about to let you try these ones on. Let me Got see. Got a little bit of makeup on. Uh. That's all good. Yeah. Because I already see the part that I think is going to fit you the best. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving what I was supposed to give. Uh, you really are. <laughs> I got them in a different color. Yep. Okay. Those look great. I wish Hold you could see. Up. I wish I could well, see, I wish too. You could see. I'm going to look back on the video. Yeah. And I hope y'all see, too. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, keeping your frames. And I Thank like you. Around. I really do. Thank you. So we're going to get you something. I appreciate that. With me on the, but I got something no, for you. You can come to my I event later. Uh, what time? Um, two, two to seven, two to six. I got this meeting. Oh, two okay. to six for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hell come yeah. pull up. I got something yeah, for you. For sure. We'll. Yeah. We'll fit you. I appreciate something. that. Yeah. Um, but you said, what was the website name? Please. Amberly Eyewear. And what's your Instagram? Amberly Eyewear. Or y'all okay. can follow me. Dr. I totally care. No spaces. So D-R-E-Y-E. Totally care. Um, yeah. That's what's up. Well, Micah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Mike. This was a pure joy. Look, yeah, and we and we gonna do more. I feel like just after this, just after the conversation we had, I know we gonna end up doing, doing some, some more work. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, we got some more work to do, so I'm excited. I appreciate yeah. this. Nice. And thank y'all for tuning in. This is Mike Brown, and this is the Art of Letting Go. Peace. Thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. Also, make sure you pick up your Ann Woolley eyewear. It's available now. Also, like Amaka said, it's available in cities. So check out the website. See uh, see where you can pick up your pair. Um, we do have a Patreon. If you would like to join our monthly subscription, I give out some exclusive stuff there. Also, uh, I think we're going to start doing like a weekly check-in, community check-in, because it feels important right now. Um, also, there will be new merch available next week and after that. But, you know, next week is when it launches. Um, it's our fifth year anniversary, y'all. It's our fifth year anniversary. So whether you started rocking with me on this episode or you've been rocking since the beginning, I appreciate y'all so much. But everything, all things Art of Letting Go are available at www.theartoflettinggopodcast.com. Don't forget, we have a podcasting course available. If you want to get in touch with me, send me a question. Like I said, it's the fifth anniversary coming up. I would love to hear from y'all. Also, if you would like to be a guest, hit the website up. Um fill out that that guest form and somebody will get back to you you know we working we working on some team things right now so uh yeah man i appreciate y'all so much for listening to the show this is mike brown and this is the art of letting go peace <laughs>